All righty, it is that time in the week where we visit with our friends over at Black Locks Reporter. No one digging up the goods better than they do these days. And the guy who uh, has the biggest shovel would be one Tom Korski, the managing editor. Good to have you, sir. Thanks, Alex. And this is never going to go away. Uh, rules for thee, but not for me. And uh, when I say it this time, I'm talking about the post office. This would be the biggest employer in the federal public service. And um, they are not going to, I guess, be penalizing their unvaccinated employees. And so you guys have done an awful lot of reporting about this mandate, uh, because while it sounds good in the headlines, 70 percent of the public sector are going to be exempted from these vaccine mandates, including these postal workers who apparently have reached a deal to take a test and said, which would sound a whole lot like what Aaron O'Toole campaigned on, no? It makes a lot of sense. It's a fake mandate. And indeed, at the post office, those checks have to get through, Alex. This is an essential service. Certainly, Parliament says so every time they order an end to uh, rotating strikes, and they have done so twice in the last decade. So the mail must get through, and so much for Cabinet's mandate. Post office management says this is tentative. The union says, well, it looks like we have an agreement. And it's very simple. No one's getting fired. No one is losing their job. No one is going to lose pay if you choose not to be vaccinated. If you decline a COVID shot, all you have to do is take a free COVID test twice a week. Call in your results by phone. That's fine. And everyone gets back to work, which is exactly the solution. Mm -hmm. Instead of fake ultimatums and high drama generated by cabinet for some political purpose, which makes no sense. Well, it doesn't make no sense, but it also doesn't get called out. And therein lays the problem is that we've got all these we've got nurses being fired because they don't have a vaccine. We've got all these people across the country that are losing their jobs because they're not getting a vaccine for one reason or other. But those who serve, you know, in um, in the public's interest, uh, they have different rules. And for whatever reason, it'll just go away like the dodo bird. Well, I can tell you that there are now thousands of federal employees who are affected, arguably, by the Treasury Board announcement uh, last week that was uh, rolled out by Cabinet and uh, the Prime Minister and Deputy Freeland. Thousands have joined a Facebook uh, group that said, look, this is a breach of numerous acts of Parliament and case law, contracts and collective agreements. Thousands, mm. Alex. So mm -hmm. if they want to continue with this, there will be pushback like nobody's business, for obvious reasons. This is not Russia. You cannot go, go around firing people based on their medical history. Cabinet knows it. The unions know it. Everyone knows it. And yet you're right. There is this mythology that for some reason is perpetuated by Cabinet, that they really mean business this time, and they're going to start denying people their livelihood based on their medical status. It's baloney, but that's where we are. Uh, yet why wasn't this brought up by the unions or those concerned during the um, 36 days where it was spoken about for f every 10 seconds? Yeah, it's, it's inexplicable. I don't know why <laughs> Cabinet picked this hill to die on. I don't see the political advantage. Obviously, they did. And they have 32.6% of the popular vote to show for it. I, mm. I, it's, it, it's, it, it makes no sense. But it does set a tone for a very sharp-elbowed 44th Parliament that goes back into session. And then Mr. Trudeau will take a walk in the sand. Christian Freeland will come in and, uh, you know, it'll all be forgiven, nonetheless doesn't get by me or you guys. Uh, Dr. Howard New, uh, Newju, I've never known how to say his last name, uh, no. Canada's 
Okay, there you go. Canada's deputy chief public health officer saying he tells his unvaccinated friends it's their personal choice, but says they should take the precautions, like avoiding large gatherings. We still have 4 million people unvaccinated. 82% are in their country. But here you've got the grand poobah of public health saying it's a personal choice. Why then the mandate? Exactly. He says this two days after cabinet says it's going to lay down the law. And, and, and Howard New doesn't say anything controversial. What's really interesting is his position. Deputy Chief Public Health Officer for the entire government of Canada, second only to Dr. Tam. And he says it in a, in a, in a very uh, modest and uh, way to reporters when asked, what do you say to people who aren't vaccinated? He says, look, and he says, I tell family, you should take precautions, right? No large groups. Everyone knows about this, the hand washing, the compulsive mask wearing. But he says it's personal choice. That's right, Howard. That's exactly the point. When Max Bernier says that, he's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> when, yeah. when the deputy chief public health officer says it, it's science. You, you yeah. go figure, Alex. Well, yeah, I'm sure I was looking for the media reports of outrage um, and uh, yet none was was found. And to your point, yeah, if it's, you know, Aaron O'Toole saying it or whoever else saying it, it, it's like, you know, burn them at the stake. But, you know, when it's uh, Dr. Howard knew, no problem, nothing, nothing to see here. Um, it's uh, it's the always it's just the talking out of both sides of the mouth that I can't stand. Meanwhile, the Senate is hiring independent lawyers on retainer uh, following a three year lawsuit by a former legislator alleging senators breach charter rights. And that would be um, that was uh, Mr. Senator Duffy. Senator, sorry, but wait, there's more. Yes, Senator Duffy. It, his name escapes me for some reason. But nonetheless, Senate administration. Um, it says it now needs outside lawyers to provide strategic advice to deal with the grievances by unionized employees and claims of breach of privilege by senators. This is a, a contract that would last up to five years. Uh, last time I checked, Tom, the government has really good, expensive lawyers, and now they want more? They do, and the Senate already has staff counsel. They, are, they, they literally have staff lawyers. And uh, if they chose, although they uh, they have not in the past, the Department of Justice, there's 600 of them. Like they're just stacked on top of one of the other at the Department of Justice building. Why? What what would be this tsunami of litigation the Senate would be anticipating? We don't know. The uh, Senate leadership, though, I will say, I don't want to be unkind, uh, but with apologies, Alex, the Senate leadership really quickly should figure out its function. It mm. sat out SNC-Lavalin. The Senate mm-hmm. leadership really had nothing useful to contribute to the pandemic or the recession. It's mm-hmm. costing over $100 million a year, and this is beyond irrelevancy now. And apparently, they're getting lawyered up for some titanic <laughs> legal battle over issues that even senators don't understand. Why? Why, Alex? I, I, I understand people have been talking about Senate reform for 100 years, and it's never been more valid. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> if it could also go the way of the dodo bird, that would be amazing. But yet it does not. And I don't think it's going to happen under this government, which chose a whole bunch of liberal, I mean, independent senators um, to do their dirty work for them. But you're right. It is utterly useless and gone the way of the dinosaur. But uh, nonetheless, keeps costing us money to defend themselves. Tom, it never, never fails to uh confound me (laughs) on that note i will get going and i will untie my tongue which is very tied today but i will appreciate your time on this thank you thank you thank you alex that is mr tom korski 
the managing editor over a Black Locks reporter. Of course, it is subscription-based, and it does deliver. Of course, we have Tom on twice a week, Mondays and Wednesdays. If you miss out, he will fill you up. He will fill you up? That doesn't sound good. He will catch you up is what I meant to say. <laughs>